Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing, and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not. Lengthen thy courts, and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles, and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame, for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. For thy Maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth. When thou wast refused, saith thy God, for a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me, for as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires, and I will make thy widow's windows of agates, And I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee.
Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as that is in heaven. Give us this day our bread, and lead us not into temptation, and deliver us from evil. Forgive us our sins, for we have forgiven our debtors. Have us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Good day to all all willing souls especially I love you all I love you more than I love the enemies I felt like putting this content out there to show progress my purpose right now is to read Isaiah and to get around to reading Alma and I've decided to reread Messiah in the book of Messiah these two books Alma and the book of Messiah these are contained within the book of Mormon and I'm reading those because I've been compelled to read Alma and I don't remember some of the aspects from the book of Messiah, so I'm going to reread that before I read Alma. But I wanted to update because I'm having so much progress in the book of Isaiah. I'm now at chapter 55, which is a pretty difficult place to be because it took a while just to get beyond chapter 33 and chapter 54 has a very uplifting message in it and I felt like it would be good to share that so we're going to go over that today beginning with the oddness of verse 1 here it says it reads Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing, and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. This is a powerful thing. He is telling us that the princes and the princesses are nothing. That's just being reiterated. 
that they are to be brought up unto kings and queens because that's their purpose. We are not to hold them in a state of immaturity. Their goal is to become greater than just princes and princesses, and they should in their due time, in the timing that's in that with the Lord's will. This is a hopeful message for people, and this isn't just a message only to people that are spiritual. There are people that aren't spiritual that get this same message given to them in a paraphrased manner, and it doesn't seem like scripture to them. It comes across as some kind of worldly wisdom, and they think themselves something when they are nothing. It's best to walk in all humilities and all gravities. And one of the gravities is if you're a parent, you have been given the gift of parenthood and the appropriate workload that it is. You might find this part of chapter 54 a bit stunning, astounding, and challenging. I did. To a degree. But I did choose to go inward towards him with this verse. And let him describe to me how he knows which children are better than other children and a lot of parents like to presume too much about their gene pool and so that being said this is a spiritual book and there's a spiritual meaning and this is actually a reference to Zion as a whole. This is a reference to the church body as a whole. That there are people that are loving Christ. And we can rejoice in Jesus knowing that he's collecting, he's gathering and he's gathering some and others he's not gathering because they've gathered themselves because that's what they chose to do they uplift themselves and he separates the sheep from the goats and then the goats think that they separated themselves from the sheep and then the goats gather together as goats and they usually make well at the minimum accusations but usually there's more aggressive
state coming out of the spiritual goat of when is when in the reference to mankind it is the spirit those that are spiritually goats they are self uplifters <clears throat> and they uplift others only that there be some kind of return let those things sink in and let the goats have what the goats want and then suddenly we're at the next verse enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine inhabit of thine habitations Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. This means to say, continue to run the race of spirituality, reading from the scripture, and setting seeds in different people, and different groups. Don't be afraid to spread the the word, and don't be afraid to... Network. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. The desolate cities, this doesn't just mean cities in the world that are desolate that that's not we don't leave those things around for too long desolate buildings and cities we usually send in vehicles and devices and we clear the cities that are rubble unless there is a war zone we clear up rubble cities and do something with them right we won't let them sit there there would have to be some type of nuclear fallout having occurred where we can't touch the stuff something that causes it to be so desolate that we can't go near it so the and thy seed shall inherit the gentiles this is to say that we are birthed through the Holy Spirit and in a way we have these different mothers the Holy Spirit is like a new mother isn't like a new mother the Holy Spirit becomes a new mother Eve really becomes in your heart the mother of all living you become one of the children of Sarah Abraham's wife because you are the seed of Abraham the scripture reads this way and that is to say that we are birthed through the church into becoming a new creation. And so the church as a whole, and that's a spirit entity, pieces of it living in each individual member. And so that is Zion, that is the church. 
those whom the spirit of God's church dwells in. And it's referred to as being barren and as if she did not bear break forth into singing and cry aloud because we do wonder sometimes does this gospel go anywhere it seems sometimes as if there's just so much struggle and strife in this world and real problematic things going on that is the gospel actually giving birth to people are we is it winning are we is is the the battle in this holy war being a victory for the good so that's why it would say sing o barren thou that didst not bear break forth into singing and cry aloud thou that didst not travail with child for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife saith the lord he's saying don't be so caught up in gene pools and thinking you have this bad family and there's a whole other family that you're born into through the holy spirit through the church through all this labor that people labored in the past, like Abraham labored, Isaac, Israel labored. We were entered into their labors. It's a really special reality requiring the access code faith, love, and hope, all found within and by and through Jesus Christ. The message also is to say to people that are barren, that didn't have children, that they can enlarge the place of their tent. It says here, enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. Thou that didst not travail with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife. So the married wife will have X amount of children, it says here, and even the, the person who didn't have children will reach out spiritually and lovingly towards other people and enrich their lives in such a way and that's referring to them even as a children of the desolate because their life, instead of being a mother, or if a dad really wanted to be a dad, if a man really wanted to be a dad and he didn't get to be a dad, or if a woman really wanted to be a mom, she didn't get to be a mom, well, the mother and father end up enriching people's lives because they are servants at heart. If they really wanted to be a mom, they really wanted to be a dad, they were servants at heart because that's what you do as a parent. It's a, it's a calling of servitude, so is marriage. And if you just want to be a selfish person that's into self-loving, don't have children and don't get married because it's about self-sacrifice, a living self-sacrifice. And so we require putting our way down and picking up the way and sometimes that happens with people that didn't get to have children in a way where they minister to other people and those people really return to those quote unquote desolate people
because they were barren. And you have to appreciate that the Lord has an ironic way of talking sometimes. He is into the funny, but it has to be sobering. If his his funny, he uses it to sober our hearts and minds and open up the mind gate and open up the heart gate. And that's why he says here, O barren, sing. For more the children of the desolate. It's a joke, but it's also a sincere joke because it's true. It's very neat. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither shall neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame, for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. For thy maker is thine husband. That's because that is what's coming. There is a marriage to the Holy Father coming. And it's eternal dwelling. From there on out. The Lord of hosts is his name. He's headed right for us. Headed right for us. We gotta be ready. The truth is out to get us. And he's going to send for all. There's a call to all. And some people say no. For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. And a wife of youth. When thou wast refused. A lot of people don't want to commit to becoming a member of the church body. And she gets refused by many people. And sometimes they come to become, they come later to become members of the church body. But she gets refused early by many. But the Holy Father is the one that's going to marry her. The whole church. And there was a point when I actually... <clears throat> said that the classic thing about God is that he doesn't hide. I actually meant that in the form of change. He doesn't change. He's not like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He doesn't hide. So, he doesn't change, but he is a hidden God. And he says so. In a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness. Will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. That is a powerful verse. This is a multifaceted verse. This the, That makes me immediately want to rebuke if he wasn't out of the equation already. But when you think of things like the Holocaust, about there being a massacre of people, well, that is not the Lord's will to massacre people. That's the will of the devil and the will of evil men. So, 
Yeah, that was an evil thing. And the Lord doesn't rebuke people by doing. Some people might think that the Jews had that rebuke from the Lord. That is not what happened. That was an unfortunate evil that it went. It was not everything happens for a reason. That was a wrong thing that came to pass, and the Lord knows it. Any type of genocide attempt is horrible. And mankind does this stuff. All sorts of ill will to dominate. Which is why we need scripture to work the spirit of error out of us. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me, for as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. This is definitely multifaceted. It's referring to the church body. This is His goal is to let your own backslidings correct you. He's not going to be mad at you and get all upset about errors that we make. He's going to let your backslidings correct you. He's not going to rebuke you. He's just going to love you. And you'll get corrected because he doesn't need to change. He doesn't need to stand up. He's just going to sit there and wait for the right time. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed. Saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. <clears throat> Excuse me. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires, and I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones. He's telling us of a future time of just beauty flourishing. Beauty everywhere. Pleasantry. It's a promise of the future. That we can be comforted now. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established, thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near to thee, come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. This is also a telling us of the enemies that do come. So he's telling us beforehand, so we aren't surprised by enemies. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. That is not saying for his sake. That says for our sake. He's willing to say that he will welcome the fall of someone if they are against you when you are for God. He'll welcome them to a fall. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work and I have created the waster to destroy that is a mysterious verse that I understand to be part of his weaponry that's a part of his arsenal 
he is saying, don't be afraid of technologies because the technology, mankind, the person behind the technology that people were fearing, well, he made the tech that made the tech. So he's saying we can be fearing him instead of them and they and those things that they have. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Their righteousness is not their own, uh, of their own, it is of him. They have to be of Jesus Christ, who is their righteousness. That is the heritage of the servants and there can be no self-righteousness and it's universal and it's fair and very beautiful also we are not going to ultimately let someone else's poor perspective affect us we're not going to let that happen in judgment we condemn the tongue not the individual not the soul but the tongue of people that are liars thieves adulterers sorcerers we don't know those are out the Lord does not welcome us to bring them in they have to change because he's not going to change and we're going towards him and with him so they have to change a gracious foretelling because it was not a boast the lord isn't going to boast he's just foretelling things and he's so magnificent people foolishly presume the lord's a boaster and he is no boaster he is a formidable foe that the enemy doesn't know and therefore I chose to make him friend instead of foe and I recommend that everybody learn how to make Jesus Christ a friend because innately he's our foe because of being entered into the sin of Adam and then the denial and then personal brands of sin and then all sorts of shame that needs covered and that's cue the Lord the Most High Jesus Christ Jesus 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 how precious is thy name Jesus 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 like a fragrance after the rain Master Savior Jesus let heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms 
shall pass away but there's something about your name Jesus Our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as that is in heaven give us this day our bread and lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil forgive us our sins for we have forgiven our debtors have us pray in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen